Welcome back to Season 2 of Big Questions, Episode 2. And this week, we have another special guest, as always. Um, but first, an announcement uh, that we have officially overtaken Adam Spencer as the number one Big Questions podcast mm. in the world ever. And uh, that's thanks only to your uh, commitment to reviewing us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So continue to do that, guys. That's been awesome. And anytime you feel like making a new account and giving Adam Spencer one star, go for it. Um, but this week, we're welcoming on James Watson. G'day, James. Oh, thanks very much for having me, folks. No worries. Good to have you here. Very good to be here. Let's just get into it, shall mm, we? Let's do it. Very good. Let's jump into it. Let's, let's just jump it. into it. Question one. First question comes in from Benjamin Ween. Uh, a mutual friend and uh, what a yeah, guy. truly, uh, he asked some big questions uh, um, in my experience with him. And what comes in today from Danny is, uh, what is the maximum price that I assume it's that you would pay for burgers and chips? Mm. Mm. Yeah, this is like such a multifaceted question as well, because, you know, it just plays on like personalities of people and what they look for in a, in a burger and chips, right? Um, and I, I feel like I've chucked a mad kind of a Simon, Simon Hill here and, and gone way too deep because um, I feel like it's also a localized thing. So I think for the sake of discussion, let's keep it just for now to like kind of this area of the inner west. Mm. So kind of like keeping just for the sake of a, having a nice focal point. Um, I've gone and looked at like Charcoal chicken, back when it was charcoal chicken in Croydon and wasn't charcoal boys. And that's like a whole nother thing. So let's not open that up. Um, but then back when it was charcoal chicken, you know, found out the price there. Uh, then charcoal boys, then looked at Excelsior Jones because I thought a cafe might be good. Mm. Burgers on Broadway, Baby Ray's Burgers, Frango's, of course, White Cockatoo. I've, I've kind of looked at everything and found Jeez. out that kind of like the average of like your, your normal kind of burger is about $16.75. Is that, that's with chips? That's with chips. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but also if you take into account outliers such as Macca's where you can get like a quarter pounder full meal, large quarter pounder meal for like eleven forty, it's actually $15.35 as well. Also taking into account how charcoal chicken was uh, $10.90 back mm. in the day. That was, the, those were good days. Um, but I, I think what's interesting is that you kind of look at, that average and you can see kind of the quality take a bit of a step up above $16.75 like all burgers you can get above $16.75 tend to kind of like have a weird cheese or something or like mm. a really like wagyu beef mm. or you know wagyu beef something fancy um and then everything under that is can still be really really good but it just doesn't have that you know kind of next level thing but then there's this other number at the top, which is White Cockatoo, which is where the burger just becomes $21. That's without drinking. So it's just 21 bucks for a chips and a burger. Admittedly, the, the chicken burger at White Cockatoo is unbelievable. And I would recommend it to you uh, people that haven't checked out Peterson Pubs yet. It's, it's spectacular. But it's, uh, it's just like, I think, just that little bit too much. And so I don't know. I'm, I'm keen to hear your thoughts. This is just kind of mm, statistical mm. analysis. I'm not really sure... Mm. I'm not really sure what I'm feeling. I might jump in there just while you're talking about the White Cockatoo. Um, for people who aren't familiar, this is a pub in Petersham. 
Uh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. When you when you listen regularly to big questions, you, you tend to pick up a couple little nuggets of of gold uh, as we go along. <laughs> and here's one for you: um, you're actually gonna the value is significantly higher at, at the white cockatoo if you pick up two really two is. kids menu chicken schnitzels than if you pick up <laughs> one adult chicken burger. So yeah, no, it's, take it's that pretty one next to the level. Bank. It's pretty next level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you didn't hear it from us. Actually, no, you did hear it from us. You did. You, you can quote big questions on that. Can I just divide our thinking into, th- into a few different areas mm. here? Because I think we've mentioned four maybe different types of places. We've got um, fast food. We've got mm. burger joints. We've got cafes. And we've got pubs. Mm. And I think the amount that I'm willing to pay, and I don't know about you guys, but the amount I'm willing to pay at each of those is different. Fast food and burger joints, it's like 10 to $12, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. T- like 10 to 13 is the general vibe. Cafes and pubs, I'm, I think I'd say I'm willing to go up to 25 as long oh, as yeah. I know it's good. But I, I, the interesting thing is possibly the highest quality burgers come from the burger joints, which are, which are at the mm. cheaper end, not at the... Um, it's, it's true. I, I don't know. I, I think the thing is, is that you're when you're let's say you're like at home and you're like, man, I just got a I got a smash a burger and chips right now. And so, you, you know, you jump in the car. Are you going to go to like, you know, white cockatoo and get a twenty one dollar burger, knowing that you will probably get the same satisfaction delivered if you went to Frango's mm. where it's 13 bucks. Although at the same time with Frango's, I think there needs to be deducted points for the fact that you have to sacrifice a year of your life waiting for the burger to be made. Um, <laughs> and digested. But, <laughs> and then, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think, so I, I think when I, when I was thinking about it, I think when it's, when it starts to get above 20 bucks, you have to know that the burger is going to be good. Can I, otherwise, yeah, can I jump in there and say, I love what you're doing there, Miles, because I think for me, not only the setting uh, affects the the amount that I'm willing to pay maximum, but also I think the company, mm. um, even the time of week, if I'm kind of out um, with the boys on a Friday night, uh, it's it's dirt cheap and nothing, nothing better. Mm. Um, but I don't know, if you're out um, for a fancy meal or on a date or whatever it is, you might be willing to go more into that kind of... 20 to 25 range. Mm. I don't know if you guys would agree. I'd love to bring up a, a previous big questions question though, which was the, um, the, the, it was on the, on the Facebook page. If you're not on the Facebook page, totally get around it. Um, but there was this question, which was uh, eating pizza with a knife and fork. And I, I think that one of the higher answers was, was uh, if you're eating pizza with a knife and fork, if it's like that fancy, you probably shouldn't be getting pizza. You know what mm. I mean? And so I reckon there's a certain amount, like twenty five bucks. That's like, that's like a few months with with Netflix, mm. right? You know, I don't know. I think it's there's kind of a a layout there where it's like, at what point should you be getting a, a different meal with that kind of money? So, interesting, interesting. There's a show. I think we could probably all talk about burgers for another hour, but we won't for the sake of <laughs> our sanity and our listeners' sanity. Let's move on to question two. Question two. Uh, which comes in from, from Josh Let's Powell. And this on. is a doozy. Uh, Josh Powell asks, and I think this is something we've definitely all uh, thought about probably regularly. Absolutely. Is, at least yes, once a yeah, week. At least. Uh, 
is your butt a part of your legs? And Josh has proposed the answers mm. yes, no, or it's complicated. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I mean, obviously, it was always going to be it's complicated, <laughs> isn't it? Like, you know, that's always. just how it is. This is mm. big, big questions, man. Um, but uh, I think... First of all, can I say that the FBI agent looking at my search history right now must be so confused because when I was Googling this, I was like, man, <laughs> got some weird, weird, weird things came up. Anyway, uh, but I think the real question is like, what is a butt? You know, like that, that's like the real, like what makes up a butt? Uh, I, I've learned a lot of fun facts. Um, big, I've learned that question. like uh, the Ming Dynasty invented the term full moon. First of all, that was an interesting one. Uh, because of its pert roundness, <laughs> just a quote. Um, but I think there are just so many avenues to go down with this, right? Which is, you know, what's the function of a butt? Um, what what makes up a butt? And and like, mm. even you could even go down like what like a Lego person, like because the bottom of the half you would consider legs. You'd be like, this is the legs of a Lego person. But you know, the butt comes with the legs on a Lego. So there's kind of that logic there as well. But mm. um. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of science I could kind of go into here from what I know, because according to the function, your butt moves your hip joints, which helps you run. So in that sense, the butt is definitely a part of the legs. But in terms the muscles, the actual type of muscles in the butt are so kind of separate to the muscles in your like thighs and calves that I feel like it's a it's very separate to the butt. Um, and then there's just kind of the whole vibe of the butt in general. <laughs> It's very complicated. <laughs> what I what think, are your thoughts on that? I think of a suit of armor. So when oh, I yeah. when I you know consider a suit of armor, I go, well, there's there's the helmet, there's the top half, mm. and then there's the, the legs. Where mm. do the legs start on a suit of armor? And that's, oh, that's a very good point. I I would suggest that most suit of armors have a, an element of overlap. Where oh. the butt is both part of the torso element because mm. there's often a bit of a kind of skirt thing that kind of hangs over the the, the end of a suit of armor. If it's a two piece, I'm not talking like a one one like mm. you know mono suit. This is like a chainmail kind of business. Yeah, yeah. you often have like a, a combo a skirt thing that kind of hangs over, and the butt is involved in the skirt, obviously. But then the legs also themselves start at the hip, as do most pairs of pants. Mm. Covering, therefore, mm. the butt. Yeah. And so what you're trying to say is the butt is the purgatory of the human body. Is what you're trying mm. to say. It's a meeting point. It's the well. It's point. it's it is literally the the waiting point for the excrement, isn't it? <laughs> yes. is, that's so true. It's really a, it's really a rite of passage. Pa- yeah. Of <laughs> nice. A passage of, of passage. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is. It's definitely a question that's plagued me. And I think I've often I've <laughs> taken a similar approach to Miles where, because if you think about it, you can take the, the example of a suit of armor, but I think it's probably similarly true of just, as you alluded to at the end there, Miles, as just a pair of pants and a, and a decently long t-shirt. They're kind of, there's a bit of overlap mm. there. It's like mm. a Venn diagram and, and the butt is the overlap, as James was illustrating. Um, mm. So I'm mm. I'm inclined to go with it's complicated, um, because you would never say that your pants cover both your legs and your butt. You would just say my pants cover my legs. Yeah, and um, 
And you have to specify buttless chaps as mm. well. So surely just the fact that that has to be a specification kind of implies the connectedness mm. of the two. I think, mm. yeah, that, that was fairly exhaustive. Uh, <laughs> let's move to question three. Question three. Um, which is a, another anatomical question. Um, if you consumed, if you ate your entire body, what would happen, Peter Brown asks, would it, uh, would you become twice as big or would your being disappear completely? Mm. Mm. I, I can't deny it. this this question because I, I have this, uh, the, the fantastical element of, of this question I think is what excited me the mm. most probably. Um, uh, and I, I think in my opinion personally, and I'd like to hear your thoughts on this, um, I think just the nature of the fantastical of, of this question kind of just gets rid of both the concept of becoming twice as big or disappear completely. And I think the, the real answer to this is butterfly metamorphosis. Mm. Um, I was thinking that I, too. When I, yeah, when, <laughs> when I thought of eating yourself, I thought, well, of course, we would transform into, into something fantastical. And, and I, I can hear you saying, you know, but James, like, what would we turn into? And, you know, I understand that kind of question, but I don't think a butterfly knows that, that he's going to be a butterfly when he's a caterpillar. I think he just goes for it, you know, takes the leap of faith. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't really yeah. looked into the psychology of caterpillars uh, extensively, but I'm willing, to, <laughs> I'm willing to believe you on that one. I, I, can I? Yeah. And, and Sorry. Can I offer a suggestion which... It, I, I, I want to step away from, from a, um, I just want to go quite physiological here oh, and wow. um, just consider what is happening in the process of eating yourself. And would, you, mm. would I not be right in saying that in some sense, your entire body would end up in your stomach? Um, this is keeping in mind that the actual process of being able to consume your whole body without a mouth after a certain point becomes mm. more complicated. Mm. So you'd have to eat your um, mouth but, last, wouldn't you? Yeah. So I, w I would say let, let's go with it and say, yeah, sure. Well, okay. So I, I think what would happen at that point is you turn inside out because your, 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 your hand, start with your hand, for example, is going into your mouth and then ending up out your stomach, but it's gone inside out in the process. But consider the location of your stomach, which is that it's halfway in, in your body. Meaning, mm. I think what happens is you actually flip horizontal. <laughs> I think you would end up inside out <laughs> and, and hovering in, in midair, horizontal. I, your world would rotate I, 90 degrees. My theory is, is that actually going off your theory, mm. that the stomach would behave as kind of a cocoon mm. um, and that... Through that process, you know, you would release enzymes uh, and and grow imaginal discs for each of the body parts, and, and and then I guess the question is, yeah, would that happen vertically or horizontally? Maybe in the process, that's a oh man, maybe you kind of just enter a new dimension. Mm. Who knows? I think I think one more thing to consider is um, the way Peter has phrased this question. I think is excellent because. Um, Potentially, I, I haven't thought enough about it to be 100% sure on this, but I think the question might be a little bit different if he'd said, if one ate one's own entire body, what would happen? Because I think there is a certain element of specificity mm. to this. Everyone's body is a little bit different. 
So who am I to say that mm. it, if I ate my body, <laughs> that it would turn out exactly the same as if Miles ate his own body? I don't know. Mm. That's you know what? That's beautiful. That's a, that's a beautiful sentiment. I, I appreciate. Yeah, there is. That. That's very progressive of you to say <laughs> that, Elliot. When it comes down to it, we're we're all individuals, and and each of our bodies represent ourselves in some sense. And mm. to suggest that a one-size-fits-all approach can be taken on this question is perhaps actually a little offensive. Mm. Yeah. And it, yeah. No. Offense doesn't belong. We apologize to any of the communities that we might have um, we might have offended <laughs> in the process of talking about eating your own body. Mm. Um, yes, we have we have if, issued a few apologies in the past because offending people uh, <laughs> is fun, uh, but at times you can we can go a little bit overboard. Uh, so. Yeah, we try to walk it back when we feel like we've gone too far. Um, yeah, I think that's all I really felt a burning desire to say on the topic. Do you guys have anything you want to say before we call it a day? All right. I think I think we've covered all Excellent. bases. Well, thank you for joining us on episode two of Big Question Season 2. Uh, and we will see you next time. Thanks, James, for coming on. Total pleasure, guys. Awesome. See you guys.